Hey there, guys. This is a Not A Competition podcast with your hosts, Sean Brady and Mario Adamo. That wasn't fun? All right. Thanks for joining us for the Not A Competition podcast with your hosts, Giga Chad, Ultimate Man, Sean Brady, and Tiny Squirmy Worm, Maru Adamo. Oh, felt more fun to me. I mean, what is ready? You know? You're asking, have I done a mock draft? Have I looked at injuries just to make sure all the guys I like aren't injured? No. Definitely didn't do any of that. I don't know, like, is there any teams in Canada? (laughs) That's the real question. Like, the Toronto Blue Jays had to worry about uh, that, but. Mm-hmm. I have not, no. Not not a mock guy myself. Your draft will be my mock for the other dress. Nah, that sucks. I'm about done with that. I'm also like... I'm also... High on two QB or super flex, whichever one, but like two. I like the idea of having to use like Mac Jones. <laughs> I like the idea of having to use like a having to go a little deeper on QB. It fucks up the draft in a way that feels fresh. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I think I'm out of QBs already in that one. One of my QBs goes down. My backups are both not starters, I think. So. Oh, so your mocks are all over the place. You know you can make your own decisions. You have a fantasy podcast. You don't need to follow a sheet. Wild. Ladies and gentlemen, we're doing our own rankings this year. You can find Mario's rankings at uh, MatthewBerry'sRankings.com. It's just going to be the same exact list. Don't don't say we. Don't say we. I, I hate all those guys. <laughs> I'll support that. I'll support that. You could dual weave me. Send it for both of us. I'd also like to thank my eyeballs and, uh, you know, 
being able to analytically look at the data that is presented by other people and make my own opinions and inferences, but you know. <laughs> Insane. Insane. I think, yeah, seven or eight, I think. I don't remember. I don't. Didn't you send it to me recently? I don't know. I can check while you. Fill time, fill time. I'm pick eight. Pick eight. Yeah. It depends how that, you know, it's a very popular strategy. I hope a lot of your friends adopt it this year. I could end up with Najee Harris at eight. Very well could. I've got a wild card in front of me too, so it could be that I have the seventh pick. He could pick Tom Brady. We don't even know. He's just won once, right? Yeah, that's that's fair. Not more than me. I just got here, but not more than me. <laughs> um, yeah, but then they let you down. You know what I mean? They're like, you're like, oh, he's going to pick somebody weird. And then you go in and it's like, uh, I'll just have like the normal guy I'd pick at this point. And you're like, guy. Every other year, you're picking some astronaut or something. You can't just go crazy for me this year. That's just how it works. It's like the guy who doesn't set his lineup. Every week, people just getting free dubs, and all of a sudden, it's your week, and he's like, wait a sec, I do fantasy football. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bastards. Okay. Mm. You never know. Premier punt returner. <laughs> Six, if you can, if you can bring it home. <laughs> what pick are what pick are you? And you're, are you a uh, RB purist, or are you like, I would pick Jefferson. If, if like, Henry, CMC, and uh, Taylor go off the board, what's your thought? Right. You're like, somebody picked Justin Jefferson or Chase or Cup before that. Oh, yeah, Eckler's up there, yeah. I mean, you would think that your team's good enough to warrant that. But sometimes sometimes your championship team it's yeah, you get into the playoffs, have a good 3 weeks and you win. You never know. 
I thought for sure Cordero Patterson was getting the keepy. But unfortunately that. Not all of them are official. Didn't you have a fake one up there or something? You're like, I just thought of that one. <laughs> like, I didn't agree to it. <laughs> I wouldn't know your feelings on McCaffrey because you haven't really talked about him too much. But, um, okay. I didn't know if you're like, he's going to be hurt. Again this year. You were that kind of guy. Hmm. All right. And he he's a one injury guy, as far as I know at least. It's not McCaffrey's been bouncing around injuries for a bit, so I think it's a little more real for him. Whereas Henry, yeah, you look at the amount of times he's had the ball, he's definitely worn, but the only time it's ever shown has been this one season. Um, but my thought is, like, if you're going to be, like, diehard Henry, you might as well be diehard Henry in a standard league. So... Makes sense. Well, Taylor Taylor's a, a more Henry type of runner. He's a more rushy type of guy. Yeah. So you the the top three is two big boys and then a pass catching boy. Yeah. I'm hoping that we get enough wide receivers, tight ends, QBs taken in your draft. I mean, QBs very it's very it's it's kind of it's not likely, but it's a real chance that Josh Allen goes before I pick. Or at least in the first round. Like, your 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 boys like to go wild a little bit. Um, so, as long as there's enough wide receivers or anything else picked before me, I'm hoping I could get Najee Harris, Harris um, or some of those other guys you mentioned, like Cook or, or somebody around that. That's the, that's the hope. I'm hoping this, this three wide receiver, no RB strat, has permeated um, into the meta enough for your friends to be like, ooh, that's how I'm going to do it. No running back strap. Wait. Wait, wait. Pick five of his picks? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's... It's a little crazy to pick the... Ne I think I was pissed about that because I was like, oh, I wanted Brady to come to me. Everybody already had a QB. This guy picked his second QB in the fucking eighth round. 
sure. I mean, I don't know if I go to RB. That's the question. It's like once I once it gets to me, and I've gotten Harris, Cook, Mixon, somebody like that, um, and it comes back around. Is Barkley there? Maybe that's someone who I'm enticed with. You know, maybe someone like I don't know. Nick Chubb is scary this year because he's just so like he's boring. The teams in chaos. Right, and the team's in chaos, which is, is that good or bad for him? You don't really know, because, like, if they don't know their identity, just feed it to this guy the whole game. Um, but then you got Aaron Jones, who's in, like, a weird situation with A.J. Dillon. Then you have Fournette, who, like, showed up to camp fat, but, like, who really cares? He's going to get back in shape. It'll be fine, probably. He's on a high-scoring defense. All he's got to do is fall in. But... I liked Leonard Fournette a whole lot more when he was going 25, and I was like, yo, that seems like a steal. Now that he's going for an eva- a value that's approximately his value, you get concerned with, like, injury or age or something like that with him. Cam Akers is a question mark. Zeke got it done last year. Sporing. You get into those players where I'm not, like, as into, and you look at the wideouts that could be around, I could leave the draft with A.J. Brown easily and Harris in the first two rounds, which feels a lot, you know, you feel like an elite wide receiver compared to getting fucking, I don't know, Leonard Fournette or something. I don't, I don't know. It's tough, tough ass. But again, you know, we'll have to, we'll have to see how, where the, uh, where the draft takes us. I, I would imagine it will be, but we'll see. Well, this is why I have drafts on the same fucking day. What do we? Everybody's waiting till the end. We're not professionals here. It's not like oh he could get hurt in a preseason game. They're not even playing preseason games anymore. The starters. I feel like that has gone completely out the window. In the past, it was like don't play game one. Played a quarter of game two. Played three quarters of game three, maybe. Some of them finished, some of them played a half, and then game four, a lot of them didn't really play. Now it's like, there's three games, so it's like, don't play one, half of them didn't play two. (laughs) And that's the people who are like, okay starter. It's like Winston's going to go out there and play. Tom Brady's like, I'm not going to even show up to training camp. (laughs) (laughs) He's got to sing. He should not be dancing the whole time. That's not a good way to win that game. (laughs) True, true, true. Mm-hmm. 
So these are like leads. They're not mocks. You can't join a mock with a bigger time schedule. I feel like getting in a league and then just having it clutter your your boxes. <laughs> That's psycho energy. There's got to be a mock site where you can put a timer. Like, I want to do a two-minute round or two-minute-per-pick mock. <laughs> Guys, I'm mad, man. <laughs> Well, here's, here's, I want you guys all to remember this. <laughs> I want you guys to remember this at the end of the season when Mario talks about how he won three chips this year. <laughs> Man's in 86 leagues. I think he was a rookie last year, so. Pittman might be two years. I'm not I'm not fully sure. I don't, I don't want to give you false intel here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're not going to get... You're not going to get any sort of attachment or feelings for them because you're not playing out the season. You're not following the season. So it's not like if you draft Pittman in one of these fake drafts, you're going to check in halfway through and be like, he's killing it. <laughs> like, well, that's the least you could do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess. If you pay as as much attention as that, um, then I think it could be useful for next season, because that's that's the only scenario I could see it being useful. It's like you go in, you're like, this guy had the twentieth most fantasy points last year. He's great. I want him on my team, and he's a Tyler Lockett or a Deshaun Jackson, where you're like, yeah, he got that in like four of his games. He got that amount, and then the rest of them he had three. I wonder I wonder if Chase could be an elite version of that. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he gets enough targets that Deshaun got like five targets and if one of them popped, it was Christmas. Or maybe seven some days or whatever. Chase can get like seven as his floor and then maybe get ten or eleven um, some games then that could be more opportunity for the big explosions. And also, Burrow's going to like have his eyes on Chase more than um, Deshaun Watson, I would think. But let's get into our season bets here. Season ranks. 
Mm-hmm. So our season ranks, yeah, let's plug in. These are basically who we think is going to be the best fantasy player at every position. All six of them. So let's. me and Mario have already figured ours out. Um, we're going to post them here. If we have the same players, we're going to have to repick. Mario, are you ready? Ein, zwei, drei. Okay, so we have a lot of... Our first three are all repeats. So that was Josh Allen. We both picked as the best QB. Oh, no, our second one's not. We're good. They just start with the same letter. Threw me off. <laughs> um, uh, and wide receiver, we both picked Justin Jefferson. So let's replace those now. I have um, spare picks for those, Maru, um, that I'm going to put in there now. So if you haven't picked yet, don't look at web wagers anymore. All right, throw them in there. Okay, so we got them. We got a full six picks here, and um, nobody has overpicked. Right. Hurts me to not have put Hurts here in the QB position. It also hurts me. I actually I did my risky strat with RB, but we'll get to that in a second here. Let's look at our QB first, where I have selected Patrick Mahomes as my number one QB on the year after Josh Allen, obviously, and Mario has selected Herbert as his number one after Josh Allen. Why don't you talk me through that pick, Mario? Interesting. I could see that happening again. Obviously, he's proven he can be at the top of the pillar. But so has Mahomes. I'm thinking Mahomes uh, has to take the games into his hands a little bit more than he's used to, which means maybe some more rushing value out of Mahomes, maybe some more rushing touchdowns out of Mahomes. Um, and so that's what I'm kind of banking on here. And he's he had a down year last year for himself as far as he goes so we're hoping for a little bit of a bounce back here um and that's how i have him at qb at running back i went risky here going with Najee harris while mario went you know i wouldn't say that you went risky risky i think a lot of people like this guy but at the same time um not the consensus two i don't think um or or one or two here uh, which is Taylor. Neither of us picked him. Neither of us picked CMC, who was my backup one. Um, but uh, we ended up with Henry and Harris here. I didn't think I would, but I was like, maybe he's going to like galaxy brain me out here. I don't know. But I'm going Harris here. I think he was like five last year, I believe. Uh, I'm not going to check the facts on that. But uh, in my heart of hearts, he was five. And that team was bad. They're going to be probably around that level again. So I'm hoping he could be at five again. I'm hoping he's heavily leaned on. Uh, and that that amount of work ends up in uh, a, 
a productive year for him. I like the rookie stuff that's going on in Pittsburgh um, with wide receiver and QB. So hopefully that opens up the field for him a little. Mm hmm. Ooh, I, I don't, I don't know about that. We'll, we'll, we'll have to check in on that one. But I'm, I'm thinking the rookie takes over eventually, and uh, we can move on from the experiment here. Get Kenny Pickett in there, um, and then who's the, who, what's the wide receivers? Name? It's basically they confuse me because they're last. No, the the rookie guy. I, I thought his name is basically the same as Pickett. Yeah, George Pickens, the rookie. He's making some... Pickett to Pickens is going to open the field for Harris to really uh, thrive. And it may not be at the beginning of the year, obviously, but once it gets going, I'm expecting good things. We can if you want to. He might be in game one. I don't know that it is, but we'll find out. Um, Henry, not too much to talk about. Man's a monster. He got hurt last year, so he wasn't the number one. I The thing with Henry that makes it so obvious that he's the good pick and this is standard scoring that we do here so it's even better um he got hurt and like watching his rankings we had like some bet that involved henry or something like that like someone had to beat henry over the year it might have been this bet actually it might have been the the season uh ranks you might have had henry in it and just watching as my guy is like your guy was never gonna play again and and he was like i'm still a hundred points away <laughs> So, like, watching that happen throughout the season where it's like he was out half the season and it was the end of the season, I'm like, am I going to catch him in points? Like, having that thought is a really strong indication that Henry is very good. Let's talk about wide receiver here where I have Devontae Adams in his new home with the Raiders. You have Koopy, Koopy Cup. We both had Jefferson. We both had Jefferson, to be fair, originally. But... Obviously, we had to repick. I, I honestly don't like Cup in standard to finish two. He gets a lot of value in PPR because of how used he is. Yeah, but he scored a lot last year, and I don't know that he scores that much this year. I think they got in a fight over one of the prizes in one of the boxes, so it might have might be trouble in paradise. <laughs> That's my decoder ring, Cooper. <laughs> mm-hmm. What? Really? Wow. I don't think the pros agree with you here because 
they have Miami's ace wide receiver at 14 uh, after he was good last year, Jalen Waddell. They've taken Hunter Renfro and they put him in the Julio Jones range and just sent him out to pasture. <laughs> it's so disrespectful. But obviously they think there's a new dog in town. You talk so much about boys having breakfast together. Derek Carr. Derek Carr and Adams are like soulmates. <laughs> Adam's got there, he's like, are we going to do shrooms? And he's like, dude, you changed. You've been hanging out with Aaron Rodgers too much. <laughs> Yo, I'll put it on the board right now. New home bet hill or fucking... God. Adams, thank you. My ADHD lost me on that one. <laughs> Whoever the other guy is. I'll take the, the other guy. I mean, we're both picking the top dogs here. I think... When Mahomes is like, we got to score, I'm putting it on my shoulders, it's the same thing he always does, go to Kelsey. So I think he's going to continue doing that. And that could mean double coverage for Kelsey, which could be problematic, but I think he's better than double coverage. So <laughs> I think he'll be okay. Mm -hmm. So I, I really think his volume's going to be super high. And he's... Andrews is kind of the same, though. The only problem is... Lamar's worse than Mahomes at passing. So. Hmm. He was. In the beginning of the year. I always think of Andrew as a very TD dependent even though he was in the past and hasn't really been for two years. He's been more of getting that base yardage, too, at least 50 yards or that. Um, where in the past, it was like my dude would get a touchdown and 50 yards one game, and then he'd get 30 yards the other game. And you're like, ugh. He was kind of the locket of tight ends. But um, over the last two years, he's been getting at least some yardage, too. So when he doesn't get the touchdown, um, it's not too bad. But... He still does tend to get a lot of his production. He's not. He's gotten hundred yard games last year, um, but that's not like his. Like Kelsey's, like I get a hundred yard game almost every game. Like that's just how Kelsey does. Um, and if he gets the touchdown, it's like great. Whereas Andrews is like, I get a touchdown almost every game, and if he gets a hundred yards, it's like great. <laughs> so. <coughs> Yeah, of course. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you don't have Hollywood anymore. So it's Bateman. And so if Bateman and Lamar aren't having a great connection, it could just be even more for Andrews. Uh. 
<laughs> what with my heart here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. All I know is that he, before he kicks in the playoffs, was always just like, looks like we're going to the next round. And then he'd walk out there and go, toof. So I like the confidence from the young gun. I think his offense is good, which is usually key for a good kicker. Um, they might be too good. So a little more extra points than, than field goals. I like to go with teams like maybe the Raiders. Or maybe um, like teams that have a fun, maybe Vikings that have a good offense that could, will get downfield, but then like maybe stall out before they can drive it home. Yeah, could be. Mm hmm. I was going to go Hart with McPherson, and then I looked at the ratings, and he's like two anyway. So I was like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it win-loss-wise, that holds true. But I think scoring-wise, like keeping that defense as a good fantasy defense, I think I like that division as my matchup. You know what I mean? Like, they may lose a game. They've never won against New Orleans, so it may not happen in the Brady era. So um, not necessarily like going to win all those games, but I think... The defense has a lot. I mean, the uh, division has a lot of potential low scoring in it. Mm -hmm. So you got to think that Atlanta won't be putting up too too much points. Baker may be an okay team some weeks, put up points some weeks don't. And then Jameis maybe puts up points, but what Jameis are we getting? I have big faith that Jameis is going to be better than he was in Tampa Bay. Yeah, and I think he was good when he was starting before injury. But I think um, I'll take, like, if he's my worst team, there's a chance that my worst team's throwing six picks a game. <laughs> so, like, that's pretty good. <laughs> he could go get 40 points but throws five picks and my defense could go plus four on the, on the day. Buffalo's in a good spot, though, too. I mean, New England doesn't score too... Well, when we looked at the points scored last year, New England was, like, third or fifth, somewhere in that range. Hmm. 
That's our season ranks, buddy. Normally an organic process. Normally it will be we're talking ranks or we're talking who we like better in a week. And Mario will be like, that dude sucks. And I'm like, all right, I think he's going to score more than... Like last year, Mario's like, Mac Jones will never score more than 20 points. And I was like, he's going to... He's been close. He'll score more than 21 year. That for the whole season again? <laughs> and then I think we made the bet. And the next week he's like, what if I threw for 20 points? <laughs> Or like he was feeling a good locket game when Russell Wilson came back from injury and it didn't pan out. Only ones I can think of are the ones I won, apparently. But it will happen through the year. We'll add more to this list. But currently we just thought of some things. Mostly it's like Mario's high on a guy. I'm like, I don't know about that. Or vice versa um, is most of our rankings here. Where there's two guys that are closely ranked and I'm like, I like this guy a lot. And he's like, ah, I like this guy a lot. And then we put them head-to-head -head as kind of a thing. Starting off, and speaking of which, we have Derrick Henry versus CMC um, in fantasy points on the year. This is obviously, again, because Mario's a weirdo creep who likes to do standard. Everything we talk about here will be in standard scoring format. It's it's boring. I like the higher higher energy, higher scoring. You know, like you're down, you're down five. You're down. I do have ADHD. You're down five uh, with like the last drive, and you have the wide receiver. He gets three passes for thirty yards, six points. You come back and win it. It's like anything could happen. It's fun. Yeah, but it can't happen that quickly. You don't have that whole, that grand slam potential. Well, we can turn mine. I'll make changes to my league when you add a second QB to your league. Your boys love drafting QBs. They'd love it. <laughs> They'd lo How could they do any worse? They're drafting QBs in the fifth and the eighth now. <laughs> I mean, like... Well, I have CMC. Mario obviously has Henry to finish better. Takes us into our next one. Mario's boy, Mixon, as a top 10 running back this year. Uh, I think analysts believe this will be the case. Uh, was the case last year. I have decided no, it will not. So I have no for Mixon top 10. Mario has yes for Mixon top 10. Um, and that's where we are. Um, Saquon top 10. Uh, I, yeah, I try not to associate with either of those two groups of people, but sadly living in New York, I have to. And I think Saquon is going to have a bounce back year. Now, do I think he's going to be top 10? Probably not. But. It's a riskier one, and I was like, hey, I'll, I'll give it to you, you know? Um, so I, I took yes for the top 10. Mario said no. 
Then Mario's like, have you heard of my boy Swift? So I said some of these were people we're fans of or, or our guys. Uh, Swift is the opposite of that. It's like an anti-guy. If I feel strongly against someone, then Mario may take up the opposite position and vice versa. So in this case... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't hate him. I think he's good. I just... He's very hyped. And I don't think he's as good as he's hyped. So that's where I am with him. Same kind of thing goes for... Uh, what's his face? Broncos boy. Who's not Gordon. Chavante Williams, yeah. I think he's... Um, can be good and will be very good at some point, but because Gordon's still there, I just don't see as hype as everybody else. So I have Swift finishing inside, uh, outside the top 12. Mario has him inside the top 12. It's very possible. Who knows? Uh, Fortnite, we try and make the number like where you could debate either way. Some of us, we go a little riskier with other stuff. Like Mario has some riskier picks here later on. Um, Saquon's a little riskier, I'd say. Um, and, but most of them, we try and get a number that's like coin flippy. Um, Fournette as a top 10. I have, I'm a big Fournette fan. Had him on my team last year. Maybe two of my teams. Love him. He was an overproducer for where he was getting drafted. I thought so at the beginning of the year and he, he turned it into magic. Um, now he's a little hyped though. Uh, he's getting drafted at like, uh, what's his ADP Mar? Yeah, it's a little higher than I'd like. Yeah, he's at 14 right now, which is like, it could be where he finishes. You know what I mean? Like, it's not it's not crazy to say he, he, he can't finish there. I think that's in his range. It's just, I don't want him for value because I think, okay, this is where he's going to finish, maybe 10 to 20. So if he, you're getting him there. That's great. No, I want a guy who... I'm going to get at 10 to 20 if he has an okay year, but has potential to be top five rather than Fournette to me is a guy who, if he has a great year, he's 10 to 20. And if he, if it goes wrong, it's going to go wrong bad rather than going super right. So like, that's why I'm kind of not a fan of him where he's being drafted. Mm. Yep, fair enough. I think he gets less this year, and that's what I think goes, could go wrong. Because I don't think his rushing numbers are good enough to... It's kind of like a Damian Harris. Like, his rushing numbers aren't good enough to really back up the loss of those touchdowns. So, I think Connor had like 15 or so last year. Um, 
or like 18 or something. Um, and if, if that number drops to like 12 or 10, which is okay amount of touchdowns for a running back, his, his rushing numbers don't support him being top 15 at that point. I mean, he could get more rushing this year with like a more open backfield uh, for opportunities. I don't know. 15. Is that just rushing or passing as well? Or receiving, I should say. So 18, yeah. There you go. That's a lot. Yeah, he held out that one year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then the next year he wasn't so good. And then they traded, they got rid of him and blah, blah, blah. I, you know, and he's older now because that was what? Le'Veon Bell was on Pittsburgh then. <laughs> so he's a little older now. I don't know. I'm just not too high on him. I figured I'd let you have him because you love the uh, Cardinals so much. Um, next up, Elijah Mitchell as a top 15. I put no. You put yes. I mean, San Fran running backs are positive. Those guys, no matter who they plug in, they're getting it done. Yeah, but that's injury-related. <laughs> that's injury-related, though, to be fair. I don't know if I've ever seen a San Fran back take over as the lead rushing back, running back and then lose it. Like It's always like he got hurt. Now another guy comes in, and he does well. You know what I mean? So I'm not sure if, it's, if they're, they change backs very frequently or if it's just injury-related. Um, Kyle Shanahan, is that who it is? I don't, I don't know. It could be either one. Who knows? <laughs> I don't, I don't keep track of coaches. Uh, Terry McScorin as a top 15. He was my boy last year. I think I had him for the, a top 10 last year. Did not go as planned. I believe he finished like 22nd or 25th, somewhere in that range. No, it wasn't that far back. All right, all right, we can check, we can check. But I have him as a top 15 this year with the pow powerful arm of uh, my boy Carson Wentz. That's what I said. Hey, 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 boy. Yeah, so Terry McScorin, I feel good about this year. As kind of that, um, either your second wide receiver, if you're a crazy no running back guy, you get him as your, your flex uh, wide receiver. Uh, good for you. Um, next up, DK Metcalf. I'm a believer in DK Metcalf this year. This is a little higher than I wanted to go with with DK Metcalf. Um, 
And so, like, I guess the rankings are kind of in line with what I was thinking. Uh, I know he was uh, a little further back um, in the past, like when the original trade went through with Russell Wilson. People were like, oh, writing him and lock it off. And I'm like, he's still a top 20 QB. Like, it's DK Metcalf. There's plenty of, like, Cooks is, you got Cooks as a top 20 with Davis Mills. Why can't, why can't DK Metcalf be a top 20? Like, so. <coughs> it's probably going to be Drew Locke because Geno Smith's on my Keeper Dynasty League. Um, so I'm going to guess it's Drew Locke, uh, but I don't know, man, like Drew Locke could potentially, uh, post some, you know, Noah Fant did a lot of work under Drew Locke. So like, he's like a tight end basically. <laughs> so that's why I have him as the top 15. Next up we have T Higgins versus Jamar Chase, a little matchup here. Um, this one is a risky one. I'll give it to you straight up. But I wanted, to, I wanted to do something a little risky here. So I said that T. Higgins will outscore Jamar Chase uh, this year. Even worse for me, again, Mario's standard scoring. So uh, T. Higgins' volume isn't going to carry him to the victory here. Um, but, yeah, that's just a, a little fun risky bet I figure I'd throw out there. Now let's talk about Baby Gaby Davis. This is, mm-hmm. He's getting a lot of hype. It's more of a hate pick, you know, like where I'm like, I'm not big on him. No, it's the same, the same as Swift. Like, I'm just like not feeling where their hype is at. Um, and so I think I, that's where this uh, pick comes from. Next up, we have another battle. We have Bobby Trees versus Tyler Lockett. What do you think about that one, Mario? Where obviously I'm a Bobby Trees boy. You have selected Lockett. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, not for Terry McLaurin, obviously. You hated where he finished, but big fan of Tyler Lockett. <laughs> yeah, both guys have a lot of problems. Robert Woods is the new, in quotes here, one. I mean, uh, Trevon Burke, is, I think, is the rookie they have. Um, who will probably be the one eventually. Um, but the real risk thing is Lock, uh, Lock, Lockett, um, is going to have to contend with one extra receiver than he's useful, uh, used to. So it was like, oh, if Metcalf's not getting it, give it to Lockett. And if he breaks free for a big play, great. Now it's like, oh, Metcalf or Noah Font. 
and and lock it. So now it's like a little bit more mouse to feed. So maybe he has a less opportunities to break off those big games. So that's the worry there. And then Woods coming back from a torn ACL, I believe. Um, and with a new QB, a new team, a big running team. You know, there's potential for both players to really drop off here. So could go either way. Um, seems like a fair bet, though. Another matchup here. Adam Thielen, squealing Thielen, going against Devontae Smith. Is this still Conklin? Conklin's with the Jets, right? So who the hell is over there? I don't even know. <laughs> it's really a guy on the the end of his career, guy at the beginning of his career, has Smith's career gotten high enough, and now he's got a new mouth to feed on that team that's pro probably a lower passing team because they like to run, or they're they're better when they run, I should say. Um, and he's on the up, and then his Thielen dropped off enough, like, does he have enough in the tank to give Devontae Smith one more year of competition here? That's really what we're looking at here. This is more a, a heartfelt pick. Thielen's been my boy since he first emerged. I had him on my team. And so I got to ride the wave of Thielen for a bit. Like Mario said, if you have people on your team, you notice what they're doing more. So I think I had him the year he emerged. And then the next year, I was like, yo, this guy's going to be good. And I got him for a steal then as well because people weren't as aware. Um, takes us to our last couple here. Nick Folk, our only kicker one. Nick Folk, a top five. I said no, even though I'm a Patriot fan. Mario said yes. Not much to speak on there. Guy's a good kicker on a team that might kick often. Mm-hmm. We also have two as a top 20. This is another hate pick. Not a big two a guy. Haven't seen a ton. They talk about how he's the most accurate QB ever. And I don't think they're necessarily bullshitting. Um, I think they may believe that. I just think it's the other stuff of his game that may be the problem. <laughs> you know? Maybe you get him moving and all of a sudden he's not accurate anymore. Maybe he doesn't know when to get rid of the ball. He doesn't know the fundamentals well enough to play a high-level QB game. But maybe we'll see it out of him. They gave him literally everything they could. If he doesn't do it this year, he, it ain't him. You know? So... Yeah. You're not doing very good if you're outside the top 20. That's like, I'll call it my Mac Jones line. He's like 20. 
in fantasy. So, like, anybody above him, below him, you're not having a great fantasy year. Um, next up for Homer Mario, Jalen Hurts versus Joe Burrow. I have selected my guy, Jalen Hurts. Mario taking his boy, Joe Burrow. How did the Homer pick turn against you, Mario? And then Hertz is kind of the opposite situation. His team tends to do better when running. But the safety net of that is he's the one running the touchdowns in a lot. So rain or shine, Hertz is going to eat. So that's kind of what I'm betting on. Could be derailed by injury this bet, but who knows. Um, New England Patriots. Here's my anti-homer pick. Over under of 8.5. Mario has them as the over. I have them as an under. I think they're going to win about 7-8. Mario's looking at like 9, 10. So. Mm-hmm. I'm just scared of that AFC. Man. The AFC is crazy nowadays. <laughs> and the Patriots got Devontae Parker. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I like it. It's an improvement. Yeah, it's just like we didn't improve as much as a lot of the other teams. And that not to discredit defense changes or line changes, but, you know, not as impactful, I feel like. <clears throat> yeah, this is the one we discussed earlier. Um, new home bet. People in new homes here. We have Tyree Kill. Or Devontae Adams, where I've selected Adams and Mario selected Tyreek Hill. And similar to how I don't feel romantic about baseball, I uh, don't feel romantic about the Hill. I do think you are right about... I think Hill will outperform Waddle because I think Hill does really good after the catch. So I think short, accurate passes from Tua could be just what the doctor ordered for Hill to be very productive. Get a lot of volume, but also you know break a few tackles and make take care of business. Um, so I do think he will outperform Waddle, but I just don't believe in Miami, really. 
It's almost like Jets Jr., where it's like people are like, yo, the Jets got so much better this year, so much better. I'm like, are you forgetting the one intangible? They the Jets. And that's kind of how I feel about the Dolphins here, where it's like, yo, we've given Tua all these things. And I was like, Tua had a lot of those things last year. He was just okay. <laughs> he was just okay. Mike McDaniels, right? Or something? Mm-hmm. Well, Mario, when I talk to you next, we're going to be talking drafts. We also have week one to eventually do before those games, which could be this next. Do we have last preseason? Mm. So 31st, which is next week uh, from when we're recording this, is going to be talking about some draft stuff. We're going to have upcoming drafts, I'm sure, at this time as well. And then 7th, you're saying, we'll be talking about the rest of the drafts we had as well as our week one picks. Pick'ems. Five by fives. Ooh. 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 It goes up whenever you finish it. <laughs> All right, guys. Right, right, yeah. I do know him. Um, that's going to be it from us on a, on a yell of Irv Smith Jr. from Mario. We'll end it here. Good luck in your drafts, those of you who are, are coming up on them. And we will see you next week.